what the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. I feel like once you've experienced the thrill of public masturbation, doing a mm. podcast without an audience mm. doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah, I know. It's just so like, <laughs> blah. Our podcast, of course, we did our first ever live show last week. We Woo! did. Yeah. To a huge success. It was great. I know. Not one person walked out. No, well, mostly because most of your friends were too shit-faced drunk to move. But <laughs> Don't try to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. If, if they can't walk out, they can't crawl out. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're winning. It was a good effort. Thanks to everyone who turned up. Yeah, it was a good show. Oh, my God. Good vibe from everybody. Bit of helpful advice from drunk Siri as well. Yeah, and now we've come crashing back to earth and we're eating oven, oven fries <laughs> and discounted no sugar, no sugar... Fizzy drinks. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I tell you, all, like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like looking for the next buzz van. I'm no. like looking for the next buzz. I'm like, I was this close to like just quitting my job, my day job today going, that's it. I'm going to organise cat festivals. I don't need you bitches anymore. <laughs> the showbiz bug is bitten. Oh my God. Do you know, I got like, th- I got like three free Jim Beams and Coke. That's amazing. I know. Ha. <laughs> Showbism is fucking awesome. I can see why James Corden is such a cunt. <laughs> Three Jim Beams and Coke, and I'm already totally corrupted by the power. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to five years from now when you're complaining that my first gig, I only got three Jim Beams and Coke. <laughs> like, what's his name? Uh, fucking um, Drake complaining about getting $100 to open for Ice Cube in 2006. Oh, really? Yeah. Hang on, Drake once opened for Ice Cube? Yeah, back, like way back in the day. Drake. 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 Yeah, as an internationally renowned hip-hop artist, Drake. But like, pussy whip Drake. Yeah. Open for Ice Cube in like 2006. For Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I would not pair those two together. Neither would I, but when you go to a small town, you pick a local support. Okay. And he, he picked Drake. Oh, what do you want to know for like random... Okay, a friend of mine. Yeah. Her mum... Oh, I don't know. It's It all sounded very dodgy to me. Like, it was, if somebody had said to me, hey, do you want to come to this business conference in New York? Oh, yeah, where you learn to sell detergent to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this was supposed to be, you know, for all these people who were, like, in different types of business, getting together to just lord it about and about how good they were doing at business. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, okay, a friend of mine, she had been, like, a, I guess, like, a mentor to this guy yeah. who apparently, like, went on and had, you know, m- much success. Yeah. You know, in the world of, of money, if, yeah. you know, poor, dirty money. Anyway, so he decided to give, like, a shout you know, like a shout out yeah. back to my friend's mum who had like helped him out like back in the day when he was poor and had nothing. Okay, yeah. So he flew her to New York. Okay. Okay, this is from Australia. 
to go to this like big lavish like get together where it was like no people would talk and then there was ice cream and then you would go out on the Hudson River on some big giant yacht cruising around okay there was ice cream so this was clearly a Trump event no 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 because two of the guest speakers were Ben and Jerry okay okay hence the ice cream you know yeah um so it was Ben and Jerry Martha Stewart was there. International waters. <laughs> <laughs> International waters. No, but wait for it. This is the bit that tripped us out. Yeah. Ice motherfucking tea. Ice tea. Ice tea was there with his lovely wife. Um, they were all there at these, like, you know, people who've just, you know, made a success of themselves, like, party. That's amazing. And my friend's mum, who lives in Borough, which is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that is bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> bum fucking nowhere. Found herself on a yacht, okay, <laughs> with Ben and Jerry, Martha Stewart, and ice tea. And she's, like, just chatting to, like, ice motherfucking tea. She probably had no idea who she was. Yeah. God, like ice OG yeah. tea, like corrupted my youth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my friend's mum just chilling with him on a boat. <laughs> um, you're the kind of nerd like me that if you saw him, he'd start going, colours. <laughs> colours, colours, <laughs> colours, <laughs> colours. Oh, my God. You know how ice tea got ruined for me? Uh, whatever NCIS he's on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know such a sellout, so much for like, fuck the police, unless you're being paid to play one on television. Yeah, fucking nice. Oh my God. No, no, no. It happened. It happened much before that because I, because like most, you know, like about every white middle, you know, white middle class suburban kid, we all love black gangster rap. Fucking nice. Yeah. Um, so I was obsessed with Ice, Ice T, OG, original gangster. Yeah. Totally obsessed. Um, anyway, oh, my God. So we had a thing. It was in high school and we were going away. It was like a camp excursion, like okay. camping out. Yep. So everybody's on the bus. Everybody's got all their stuff. We're all ready to go. And out of nowhere, my mum pushes her way through the crowd and yells out to me. Yeah. You forgot your iced tea shirt. I washed and ironed it. Iced tea. <sighs> OG! <laughs> Fuck you, mum. And try to hand it through me to the window of oh. like the bus, this like neatly ironed, like, and, and hearing my mum try to bust out a bit of OG, I was just like, well, that's ruined. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's such a brilliant tactic. I know. Seriously, I used to blare it nonstop. I couldn't listen to him for like three decades. No. I'm just like, ruined. You've been in my mother's mouth. Yeah, of course he has. <laughs> You've heard the Body Can album. <laughs> Evil Dick Don't Sleep Alone. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, oh my god, because I had Spotify. You know, and they do like the mixed playlists. Yeah, and I was really, I was uh, not too long ago. I was, I was really getting into like a Body Count kind of, you know, reminiscence. Love a bit of Body Count. Fucking oath, honestly. Um, Ernie C, the mm. guitarist from Body Count. Yeah, yeah. One of the most underrated riff writers of all time. Yeah. They're up there with Black Sabbath. There goes the neighborhood that's got three fucking killer riffs in it. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's. 
<laughs> so then Spotify was doing the whole like, oh, songs you've been listening to, you know, lately, and yeah. you know, artists you've been listening to. And I can't remember where I was, but I was, I think it was like Coles. And I took my, my headphones off to like ask. Yeah. I'm looking for something like oatmeal soap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my headphones, my headphones just start with, I fuck my KKK bitch. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and this this girl who clearly has no appreciation of body count is like, is she being racist? It's not that kind of KKK. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pro KKK. I'm pro fucking the KKK. <laughs> and I just ran away in terror. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah. Ruined it. But, yeah. Out of all the, I would love to meet Ice T. She just randomly on a boat, just having pleasant chit chat with him, and she's like, she was so lovely, and his wife so lovely. He seems like he's got a sense of humour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to meet Ice T. I don't know about any of the guys from NWA. Maybe Ice Cube, but he seems like he's an angry fella. <laughs> Justifiably. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, he's got one or two issues, you know, to yeah. be upset about. Yeah. You know, oh, are we going to have like an iced tea ice cube or, off, hey? Who are you picking? They're, they're, oh, you can only have one, iced tea or ice cube. Who are you picking? Cube. <gasps> the Predator is one of the fucking greatest albums of all time. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Whereas, I mean, I really like, especially like OG, I really like the old stuff, but because it's like still coming out of that kind of um, world-class wrecking crew, mm-hmm. Roland 808, stuff mm. like it doesn't have the hard edge that cube does no yeah are you just playing it safe because you reckon that ice cube could kick your ass ice cube could kick my ass <laughs> fucking oath he could you know what I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to give it a shot i don't know I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw it down i'm gonna go old school country dr dr dre had beat you up he doesn't mind hitting a woman <laughs> Oh, Dr. Dre's got some fucking secrets. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, he'll fucking throw you down a staircase at a party. Oh, my God. Did you see that um, just a little bit of a, for you know, a little bit of Kanye news here in Australia? Oh, poor Kanye. Oh, my God. No, Kanye has got in the lawyers. He is now fighting a burger joint. A burger chain. Mm-hmm. But not a burger chain, a burger store. The irony is this guy just did it because he was such a massive Kanye West fan. Yeah. Like he called it like college uh, college, dropout. college dropout after the album and all the burgers were named after different like Kanye songs. Yeah. And Kanye was like, oh, infringement, you need to shut that shit down. And just fucking quietly, they do. <laughs> like you've basically reappropriated his entire brand. I'm actually on Kanye's side of this. All these fucking... <laughs> Trust fund dickheads in Melbourne that are like naming their burger joints after Biggie Smalls. And <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Oh well, yeah, you're the you're the same people who made who made Disney shut down that fish and chip shop, Frying <sighs> Nemo. Oh now that's a bit extreme. Like calling it Frying Nemo, it's a pun. You know? Yeah. Their problem was they actually used the stylized artwork of Nemo. Yeah, but think anyone was actually going into this like random burger joint in like Melbourne going oh yeah giving Kanye them dollars y'all yeah but yeah you've basically taken his brand you've reappropriated it and you've tried to stand out in the market by having a Kanye themed because you know like all these different um, rappers in the states like a lot of them have got restaurants and stuff Mm -hmm. like Coolio had a restaurant Flavor Flav had a restaurant but to be honest this restaurant is the only bit of like positive news that Kanye has had about himself in the last two years. He should be encouraging it, not making him paint over the walls. Mind you, imagine naming your burger joint after Kanye. 
Nothing there's going to be kosher. <laughs> Nothing. Well, the, so the guy has got out of it and has been like, well, fine, fuck you. So now he's renamed um, all the burgers, but he's done it. He's, he's being smart this time. He's renamed all of the burgers after dead singers. Yeah, wait for people yeah, whose estates aren't going to fucking sue you. Yeah, so there's like a Biggie Burger and a Prince Burger. <laughs> there was already a restaurant in Melbourne that got shut down for stylizing itself after Biggie Smalls. Ah, uh, well, no, this I think this is the Biggie the Biggie Shroom Burger. Oh God, <laughs> what is it with Melbourne hip hop heads? You know, you yeah. fucking dickheads. You know, well, I, anyway, welcome to our horror podcast. I know. As we chat over oven chips and fucking kombucha. Oh, my God. You know what the problem? Yeah, we're still just coming down from the live show. That's the problem, man. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's just you're up there living the life and then there are just these day-to-day things which just bring you down. Yeah. Which, you know what, is so weird because that actually brings us to the topic of this week. Depression? Are we doing a podcast about me? (laughs) No, you big sad sack. (laughs) Look, sadly, life doesn't always leave you smelling like roses. It's true. And sometimes life doesn't smell like a rose bush. Oh, dear. But some places just smell worse than others. We're not about to reappropriate Andre 3000 and talk about how people don't smell like shit. Your shit don't stink. (laughs) It's the daily activity that comes with us. Oh, God. Whether we're holidaying or working. Oh, God. You might get it climbing a rock. (laughs) You might get it down in a pint. Now, whether it comes with a sudden urgency or a slow simmering bubble, one thing for certain is when you've got to, you've got to. But just where, aye, there's the rub. As this week, we look at the pitfalls of the humble pit stop. Oh dear. In this week's episode of Call of Duty. Oh, very nice. Or Booty and the Plopfish. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I liked, I thought of that one on the bus. That made me oh, laugh. Yeah, on the bus, were you saying it out loud? <laughs> Don't make me go OG on your ass. <laughs> I will I will unfold my iron t shirt. Uh-huh. Oh, my Lord. Okay, look, how about we start with this Colorado headline? Oh, dear God. From June 2012. Before you get into that, when you were doing your rhyming VB ad mm. at the start, you can get it climbing a rock, and you're like, you can get it. And I'm like, she's not going to say sucking a cock. <laughs> Who needs to shit when they're sucking a dick? <laughs> that's, Why not? Boy? That's some Freudian shit. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not tube goes in, tube, tube comes, comes out. out. We're not here to tell people how to live. Although I once had a flatmate who uh, we had to just like say to him, "Look, dude, you can't eat while you're on the toilet." Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> he'd like he'd take like a mouthful of pizza and then go in. Oh no! And we're just like, there's just there's something that's so like you're just going to throw out the balance of the universe. There's something so fundamentally wrong. About that, I'm sure Newton has a law about that. It's like yeah. Newton's third law. Yeah, you can't eat on the toilet. You got to. You can't replace weight as you leave it. It's maybe that's how black holes are created. I think it is. Yeah, just, just 
It was, it was a strange man. Some dipshit ate pizza while taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly nine galaxies lost. <laughs> what do you got to say about that? <laughs> Fucking Sagan? <laughs> Who's the other guy? Oh, my God. Um, oh, Cox. Brian Cox? Yeah. I'm so glad you went for that because <laughs> there's not too many adjectives when I'm trying to describe a brief history of time guy. Oh, um, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I am a robot. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, um, <laughs> you're doing steam train, moms. No, we just don't want to say the wheelchair, the wheelchair guy. <laughs> He's not, but it's, it's the easiest descriptor. Man who is severely disabled and unable to speak. And like, you're doing the steam train arms like he's Thomas the fucking tank engine. One day, Thomas solved reality. Oh my God. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. There we go. <laughs> I've created a unifying theory of everything. Idiots will misquote me. <laughs> oh. oh, oh my God! <laughs> choo, I was <laughs> How are you going to think about a distance of velocity problem now? Must just like two trains leave alternate stations at different times. You just imagine Stephen Hawking up the front, painted blue. Beep beep. <laughs> Slow down, Thomas. Oh. You're about to create a time dilation. Is that Neil deGrasse? That's <laughs> Neil deGrasse. He'd be uh, he'd be Gordon. He'd be one of the big green engines. Oh, <laughs> he'd be the fat controller. <laughs> he's a narc on Twitter, man. I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. What do you mean he's a narc? Well, he, he said that there's a fucking from the very outset. There's a problem with Top Gun Maverick. If you ever ejected from a plane doing Mac Eight, you'd just be disintegrated. Oh. It's a fucking movie, you knock. Wow. Jesus Christ. You can't walk through a wardrobe into an alternate universe. They've got a timber backing. Go fuck yourself. Just ruin the childhood. Oh, oh my God. Just every fucking vagina in the world closed. You know what? That makes me just want to, like, eject at eight Gs. Yeah. Just to be like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, Lord. I completely forgot where I was. Um, Colorado. 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 You've just ejected from your plane and you're floating down. You've gone back in time to 2012. Oh, dear God. And you land in the car park of an Arby's. Hello. <laughs> this is the headline from the newspaper after this man visited Arby's. Hang on. This was a headline worthy shit? Yes. Okay. Well, it. it, it A toilet encounter. Okay. Okay. Man sues Arby's restaurant claiming urinal burnt his genitals. What? The urinal? Urinal. How long is his dick? (laughs) I don't think it's supposed to put it in the plug. No, it's not supposed to feed around the bottom like a snake. Yeah, I don't know how he's peeing, but I think he's doing it wrong. Or very right. Ken... DeJoy. Oh, of course he does, because he bow, brings DeJoy. Round the S-Bend. <laughs> Decided to sue Arby's in 2012 for an incident he claims happened in 2010. Okay. 
CBS Denver sen- says that Ken was, <coughs> quote, utilizing the urinal in the men's restroom when it caused a jet of steam to shoot forth from the urinal and burn his genitals. Hang on. A jet of steam mm-hmm. from the urinal? Mm. What, like a nuclear urinal? <sighs> It was, it was it's just super cold. And he was peeing. <laughs> How cold does Colorado get? I know it snows. Yeah, but not that. Not fucking burn your dick off yeah. cold. Yeah. Okay. Ken says, so picture this. Okay, you're, you're, in, you're in an Arby's. Yeah. Okay. A jet of steam has just propelled itself up and attacked your dick. Yep, yeah, it happens all the time. What do you do? I roll around on the ground and cry, basically. Stop, drop, and cover. Yeah. Oh! Pour some milk on it. I don't okay. know. I would just run out and just dunk it into a cup of soft serve. <laughs> Cartoon just watch style. The steam. As you just. Oh, Ken says that at the time he came out and complained. To staff. Okay. He complained about the incident to staff. He responded by saying, uh, this happens when the sink in the kitchen is running. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Is he... So he claims this happened at the urinal. Yes. Or has he gone he to the sink? In the kitchen. Is he pissing in the sink? <laughs> you know like when you have a shower at home and someone turns on the kitchen sink uh-huh. and suddenly your shower gets really cold? Yes. Is he pissing in the sink? And he's got the hot water on. I don't know, maybe to flush it down because it's a bit gross. And then suddenly someone's turned off the thing and he's just got a jet of hot water on his dick. No, he's complain. He says, he swears he was in the urinal. Okay. Well, not in the urinal. Maybe he was maybe in the he urinal. Was. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the teenager told him, it happens when the sink in the kitchen's running. <laughs> and he's just got fucking Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can claims now, two years later, he can't have sex with his wife, so he is seeking financial compensation for the restaurant for the injuries as well as financial losses. Financial losses? Unless you're a Tommy Gunn, mate. <laughs> I don't think, although he is Ken DeJoy. Ken DeJoy oh. brings DeJoy. He brings the joy, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so he is uh, claiming for financial compensation, although has not disclosed why it took him two years to bring financial proceedings against the restaurant. What's the statute of limitations on dick burn? Mm. You know. did you you worked in a legal practice for a while. What's your what's your what's the dick burn <laughs> limitation? <laughs> <coughs> Probably took the two years for his lawyer to stop laughing. <laughs> just like, I'll just take it home, I'll ice it. I'll see how it is. <laughs> Who told you to put the bomb on? It's <laughs> all you'd get every day. <laughs> oh, Lord. But it seems you don't even have to go into a building these days okay. to become a victim of the maniacal toilet army. As one man discovered in November 2014 in Amsterdam. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, it seems Amsterdam has found itself battling an unattractive, unhygienic and downright smelly issue. Australian tourists. 
That issue is men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More specifically, men that go out into Amsterdam for a night out on the town in the red light district and then pee all over the town. Yeah. Mostly on weekends. Yeah. The problem is the main areas affected where the red light area is, is in the oldest, most beautiful parts of the city. Oh. So, you know, the city doesn't want to ruin its beautiful aesthetic by, you know, having dirty urinals everywhere. No. You know? Ew. Just find yourself a canal. (laughs) So in the year 2000, an attempt to combat this issue by the city of Amsterdam, they installed lift toilets. Okay. Essentially pop-up urinals. <laughs> okay. Okay. The urinals are hidden away in the ground during the day, but then at set times, the urinals rise from the ground and the monkeys gather around them with their bones. <laughs> I thought their solution would have been just to get a little Dutch boy to put his finger in it. <laughs> I don't think they had enough little boys. Oh, they do. <laughs> so oh, many Thailand. dicks. So many dicks. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so the urinals are hidden away in the ground during the day and at set times the urinals rise from the ground with a footprint slightly smaller than a normal payphone. The usually stainless steel machines hold one to three urinals. Okay. Because... You all don't have a problem just getting your Ginny Gens out in front of each other. No, I don't like it. It's weird. I think it's deeply weird. But, that's, that's like, but why do you all do it in the urinal? Why do men do it? I find it weird. Just but, standing around, dicks out. I find it weird too, but there's usually someone taking a shit. <laughs> and who wants, to, who wants to be standing next to someone taking a shit? That's a weird fucking thing. <laughs> well, look, this is true. Yeah. This is true. Well, there's probably someone who's into it. <laughs> so, yes, they're one to three urinals and they're either connected to the city's wastewater or waste is stored for later collection. Oh. These pop up during prime time and are then tastefully hidden away during the, during the day. Nice. The system worked without incident. Until an Australian? For 14 years. Okay. And by this time, 200 of the pop-up urinals were now littered throughout the city. Yeah. And the company has expanded into providing pop-up urinals to Sweden, Britain, Denmark and Belgium. Nice. Yes. The toilets use sensors to ensure nothing is on or surrounding the urinal prior to its emergence from its ground slumber. Yes. (laughs) On this Friday evening, okay, in November 2014, one young gentleman was casually riding his moped through the streets of Amsterdam. <laughs> yep. When without any warning, the pop-up urinal he was riding over decided to quite unexpectedly popped up as if propelled by a gas explosion. Oh, no. The urinal blasted up into the street, into the air, blasting the young man and his moped Uh into the air. Uh The man broke multiple bones, including eight ribs. Oh. And as the story went to press, the young man was still in the hospital. Now, one man actually uh, tweeted a picture 
of the aftermath just after it happened. And he had written, literally just walked past this explosion about two minutes before it happened, feeling lucky. Do you want to see the picture? I do you want to, Is this like some rotten.com shit? Oh, my God. Well, no, they've, they've removed the man with his broken ribs. Okay. Um, so this is what the pop-up toilet did to a moped in motion. Okay. Holy fuck, that's just destroyed it. It's just completely destroyed it and then just littered whatever that is. Wow, so that that's genuinely like the cartoon cigar that explodes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, all operations of the toilets were halted whilst an investigation took place. You'd be pretty scared getting into the pop-up robot toilet <laughs> slash sarcophagus <laughs> after that, wouldn't you? up or just pops down yeah. while you're in it oh. <gasps> can you imagine being locked in the pop-up urinal overnight overnight oh. oh with all that fucking opium and weed and really oh no what's worse if you go down on the sundays it's not coming up again till next friday oh no oh. <laughs> <laughs> now if you want to put a hold on your pop-up toilets, just for now, perhaps another thing to consider could be to follow, and I don't say this often, perhaps you could follow Germany's lead. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> the German city of Hamburg found itself in a pickle. Okay. Its St. Pauli red light district was attracting around... Guess how many people at the Hamburg red light district attracts in a year? Oh, it'd have to be three, four million. And because it's Germany, I assume it all involves shitting at some stage. <laughs> and the Beatles. <laughs> That's where they got their start. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They attract around 20 million visitors a year. That's a lot of perverts. That's an, that's an Australia of perverts. All of Australia goes over to get our perv on in Hamburg. <laughs> now, whilst this was good for the economy, it was not so good for its nostrils. Oh. With a lot of these visitors spraying their tourist dollars all over sidewalks and buildings. Oh, fucking hell. So the city covered its most hit areas with a super hydrophobic coating right. of pee-proof paint called Ultra Every Dry. That's amazing, like piss Teflon. Essentially, yeah, this pee paint fights back. That's so amazing. if you piss on it, it repels the pee back at you. Oh, it just repels it. It doesn't shoot it back like it's returning serve. In my mind. <laughs> You've just taken on Steffi Graf. <laughs> Whack. But that's cool. Like, But then you just get people pissing on it just to see, like, because it looked like mercury falling. To, like, fight it back. Like, yeah. pachoo, 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 if you could, like, outdance it. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> like Jedi training with your helmet on. Sets the pee. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. Walls have the following messages painted on them. Do not pee here. <laughs> we pee back. Das piss est verboten. <laughs> One wall has an amusing moral of a man peeing on the wall and then the wall peeing on the man. This is somewhat ironically... 100% Banksy proof. 
Good on you, Germany. I love it. There is a beautiful non-subtle irony to this. Like, it's brilliant. It's just, it's just karma. Oh, my God. Although it seems revenge is not so cheap. With the paint costing, how much do you think this paint costs? Oh, per can, 200 bucks. $446 US a gallon or 3.7 litres. That's a lot. That's a lot. But totally worth it. It is. Oh, my God. The whole place would, the whole place would just be like just piss floating. Yeah. Just, 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 choo, 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 choo. Oh, my God. What's what? that never-ending thing with lasers when you get them in the thing? But it looked like the Terminator when the Terminator, like, recombobulates. <laughs> And like goes back together. Like that's what this piss would just be like. <laughs> Got this giant fucking sentient piss puddle just. Oh my god! Yeah, if you escape it, it just chases you down the street. <laughs> just running. Sarah oh. oh, what a way to die! Oh my god! You think you're safe in like the police shop? It just comes through the bars straight oh, for you. Well, yeah, that does happen in prison anyway. <laughs> that's just the guy in the cell next to you. Oh, imagine how it hides though. <laughs> Oh my god! I just I think it's brilliant. I think it's the just the best thing ever. Oh my god! You know what? It was the P one thousand. You know when you have house party and there's always some dirty bastard who or pops down the side of your house and pisses on your pot plants. Yeah, yeah. Not. Can you imagine if you just coat the outside of your house in this and not tell them? Amazing. Oh my god! Uh, would you believe the paint was actually developed by the US? Yeah, of course they do all this fucking stuff. Yeah, who knew? Back in 2012, and can actually be found on some Nissan cars. There you go. <laughs> okay, if somebody is ever just, I just have this image of like people are just going to start running outside and trying to start pissing on their Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> do we have one? <laughs> Suddenly that sticker with Calvin and Hobbes comes to life. <laughs> who do we know who has a Nissan? I don't have a Nissan. I don't have a Nissan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you've got a Nissan out there. Yeah, try it. Yeah, send us a video. Go right? myth bust it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> myth busting it. Oh, my God. This one's for you, Jamie. That's what we can do for the next live show. Oh, God. Piss on a Nissan. Piss on a Nissan. For science. <laughs> There's the name of the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, you see this hydrophobic paint like advertised on um, Facebook a while back when mm. people were starting to put it on like iPhones and stuff and then dropping it into water and then pulling it out and the phone was still completely fine. Okay. Yeah, because it just totally repels water. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, it's what? dangerous taking it into the toilet. What? It <laughs> just, pew, pew. Your shit just whew, <laughs> in and out like a fucking crusty demon's nitro circus <laughs> stunt. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> amazing product guaranteed to cause all kinds of weird cancers in 20 years oh yeah it's always the way yeah. damn it <laughs> oh now recently some areas in san francisco have started using the pee proof paint in selected areas as well yeah san francisco is a fucking post-industrial nightmare 
Although in this instance, the majority of the pee comes from homeless people who have nowhere to pee. So some have suggested the city would do better to invest in public bathrooms or public housing for its ever-increasing homeless population. No, no, no. Put more tech bros in charge of it. (laughs) And they will incentivize homeless people to learn how to code. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they tested robots there that moved on homeless people. What? Yeah, it's a fucking dystopia. That like that literally is the premise for the Terminator film. Yeah. That's how that shit happens. Oh, we that that fucking TV series uh, Silicon Valley was based on a lot of truth. Just move- we should not let tech bros be in charge of fucking anything. They are cyborgs. Yeah, it's just why build the why build a fucking robot to chase homeless people on when you can build I don't know a. Fucking apartment for a person to live in. I love the fact that we've got people like Elon Musk going, Haha, yeah, yeah, like artificial intelligence will 100% guaranteed kill everyone. By the way, we're working on our own artificial intelligence over here. Yeah. Like, fucking stop. Yeah. We don't, we don't actually need it. Yeah. Just, yeah. just stop. Nah, it'll be cool. We are literally the people who can't stop pissing on our own walls, all right? <laughs> we don't need to create computers that are smarter than Watch us. me innovate. Oh. oh. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> Paris, however. Ah, oh, the home of piss. Mm-hmm. La piss. Mm-hmm. La sparkling. <laughs> It'll slash. Oh, no, that's, that's Spanish. No. Paris, however, did not want robot toilets or aggressive peeing walls. They wanted something uniquely French. Mm. To combat the waves of public pee. <laughs> so Paris has installed... Yuri Trotter. Oh. Which means, oh, I just find it depressing that this is what it means. Yeah. Pavement urinal. Oh, no. <laughs> French really does make anything sexy. And then you translate it and you're like, oh. Oh, God. I'll stop rubbing up against it then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, it was designed by two French inventors who originally designed the idea for music festivals. Essentially... It is a box that is filled with hay and men pee into the hay. Oh. Hay, as anyone with farm animals or single men know, it, it reduces the smell of pee and the pee-drenched hay becomes a rich fertiliser. Right, yeah. So, France commissioned planter boxes of plants. The first two were pl- – uh, so the plants go on top. And they're nurtured by the pee. Oh, God. Within. The first two were positioned outside the Gare de Lyon train station. Okay, yep. So one of their big tourist attractions. (laughs) Would you like to see them? Of course I would. And I am going to bring these out because I want the public to see it. Because if you go to Paris, do not stuff sniffing the pretty herbs that are in top. Do you want to describe that to the listeners? That, it looks just like any suburban planter box. With a urinal. With a urinal in it. With a urinal, just on the street. That's, it's not even, they haven't even disguised it. Like, if you didn't know what it was, you would just put your mail in it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being a male and putting it in it. Yeah. Oh, God. God, if we could, if we could only stop males putting it in it. In anything, we'd be winning. Oh my god! But you see, the the wet streets—that's not rain. That's piss. <laughs> it's much better than the other idea they had, which was the pee a teen 
Which, uh, it's just a glory <laughs> hole. You stick your dick in and it chops it off. Would you do it in public? I'm not. <laughs> I don't think we should rule it out. Oh, how very aristocratic. <laughs> <laughs> so these great big hay pots of pee come with an internet-connected sensor. Even the urinals are going to out IQ as soon. Jesus Christ. They monitor the pee level to ensure they never overflow and they alert, oh, God, I, I'm so sorry, anyone who's starting out their career. They alert the maintenance workers when uh, the hay needs to be changed. Oh, God. And they come in, schlop out the pee hay and put fresh pee in. The urinals cost... I'm surprised they didn't use pee straw. The a pair of urinals costs about nine thousand seven hundred and thirty dollars, and it has a monthly maintenance fee of around eight hundred and sixty-five dollars. The majority is that to pay staff to change the hay. You know what's cheaper? A wall, (laughs) or just a fucking toilet, (laughs) a public toilet. Piss soaked everywhere. I'm sure if you actually had toilets that were open, they'd be used. Oh, I don't know, though. They're dirty. They're fucking gross. And they're gross. But who wants to stick their dick in the piss spot 5000? Men! The... I don't. Men! Have you not met men? I'm surrounded by men. I am one. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you say that until you're like, ha oh, oh, in Paris. Oh, no. You you wouldn't you wouldn't pop a baguette in just no to, no wee wee no no <laughs> no I wouldn't go near that thing no okay that's good to that know. is a docking it's not like a it's not like an open urinal it's like a docking mission yeah it really is but see this is the other thing it's like I noticed that like you don't have to have the streets littered with pee urinals for women yeah we can keep. Like, we can keep it in us for the train ride home. For fuck's sake. It's not that hard. Yeah. Crush your bladder. Oh, my God. Norway, it seems, has a more unusual problem with revelers climbing into their toilets. Open the fucking door. No, I mean into their toilets. Splishy, splashy. Splishy, splashy. Oh, dear. I was taking a bath. <laughs> in 2016, a Norwegian man dropped his rather new and rather expensive phone into a public toilet. Oh. Whilst he claims to have been urinating. Bet he wishes he had some of that hydrophobic phone <laughs> pain on there. The man let out a cry <laughs> and said that his friend, 20-year-old Kato Bernston Larson, leapt like a spider under the toilet seat man and dove feet first into the toilet. What is this, Schindler's List? Like, <laughs> you don't have to fucking jump in. Just put your hand, pick it up. No, no, no. This this wasn't like with a little S-bend. This was, it drops. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, no, it's just dropping into directly into the sewer Were system. Were they like out in, the, out in the wilderness or something? Uh, a little more remoter area. Okay. So he's like, oh, no, it's just, it's dropping into like the sewerage work. No. So. That he, phone is gone, my friend. His friend literally 
feet first, went into the hole. You got a friend in me. (laughs) The toilet, however, was not connected to the main sewerage line. How deep was it? But was rather just a plastic seat over a giant tank that was emptied once a year. God. This Norwegian reboot of The Ring is fucking horrifying. (laughs) Into the eye of Mordor! Imagine seeing him climb out of that thing covered in fucking shit. (laughs) Spidey found himself thigh high in a year's worth of bodily fluids. A year's worth of Norwegian bodily fluids. We're talking pickled herring, elk, salmon. Holy shit. Oh, there was nothing holy about this. No, this was an unholy mess. Spidey did not find the phone. Oh, no. But he did rediscover his lunch and proceeded to throw up on himself. (laughs) Fine, I shit. (laughs) And he's not a midget either. Oh, God, no. Spidey tried to climb out, but found that he was unable. Oh, no. It seems that whilst he was skinny enough to fit into the hole of the toilet seat, he was not skinny enough to pull himself out. Strange, because he gave up some of his mass. (laughs) He was trapped. Oh, no. Which led to this photo. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Somebody else who managed to keep a hold of their phone took this photo. Oh, no. It's like the saddest version of the ghoulies. Would you like to describe that to our listeners? That is a camp toilet, the plastic kind we've all seen in national parks, with two very sad hands, Oscar the Grouch style, trying to pull himself out. Oh, my God. No, that poor fuck. After they took a photo, that person called the fire department. Why didn't they fucking pull him out? Why didn't they pull him out? Would you touch him? Yes, he's my friend. (laughs) I think you'd you'd find, like, I'm sorry, I think the podcast has come to an end, John. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Flush. (laughs) (laughs) Spidey also suggested there were at least several unidentified animals in the hole with him. And they all proceeded to attack him. Oh, my God. Over the next hour. Oh, my God. What the fuck? (laughs) Scratching him. Biting him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Generally nibbling. The fire department ended up taking a small saw to the toilet... Cutting it away so, <laughs> so that the devil's doo-doo diver could be withdrawn from the tank. He was treated at the hospital for scratches and unidentified bite marks and put on a course of antibiotics. That is some X-Files shit. Did he like vomit a liver fluke at the end of that? Would you like to see Spidey Toilet Man? I've got a picture of him. I need to at this point. Is this the type of man that I picture going feet first into a camp toilet? 
There he is. Oh, one. He looks like he was born in a toilet. <laughs> he's, there, he's there like Bane. I was born here. <laughs> oh. Would describe him for us. <laughs> okay. Um, imagine who's that? Who's that rapper that suddenly it turns out he can sing a little bit? Uh, the white guy covered in face tattoos. Oh, the Malone one? Imagine if Post Malone had an eating disorder. <laughs> I especially love the, is it the bad attitude tattoo on his he, forehead? Does that say bad attitude? Or is it? I don't know. He seems like a can-do kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, but we should change it to can-do. Can-do-do. do <laughs> <laughs> this was obviously after he'd been cleaned up and released from the hospital. Yeah. I was going to say, well, before I found out about those tattoos, I was going to say he's got to worry about getting an infection, but I'm pretty sure that toilet needed injections after he'd been in it. I think the real reason that they called the fire brigade and not the police was because they were just like, oh, whatever happens, it's going to have to be hosed out. <laughs> Alive or dead, he's going to have to be hosed. <laughs> Oh, oh my god The dipshit with the dragon tattoo <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you Scandinavia Never change Oh my god Oh my god Find somebody's like incestuous Nazi serial killing <laughs> Uncle is living in the toilet Taking bites of tourists <laughs> Master race you say <laughs> Oh, but you know what? We can't mock Spidey too much because he's not the first one to ever go feet first into a public toilet. No. I believe I have found the story of the first person to go tits up in a public toilet. Is this, was this in like hieroglyphs or something? 581 BC. Oh, no. Old school. Oh, no. The Sumerian. Nearly 3,000 years later, we're still dying in toilets. Imagine, like, we've invented the toilet. Oh, no. Splush. <laughs> this is going to take us leaps and bounds. <laughs> oh, it's at least waist deep. <laughs> is that something biting me? Is that a Nazi? What the hell? Oh. In 581 BC, Duke Jin of Jing. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm, was the Duke was a man of great power and position. Okay. Ruled many lands. Yes. Many men. Okay. He began to feel a bit ill. As was the, the want of the time. Got, yeah. a bit, got a bit of an upset tummy. Yep. Mm. The Duke oh, knew it was serious because he then dreamt of an evil spirit taunting him. Uh-huh. Who's a fat fucker? Who's a fat fucker? Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Upon waking, the Duke sent for a shaman. As you do. That's what you do. It's a locum. <laughs> the shaman's prediction was dire. Oh, no. And said that the Duke would not live to eat the next season's wheat. Fuck. Oddly specific. Better invent the will and then get your affairs in order. Yeah. Oh, you've got a rough kind of croppage time before you go. <laughs> the Duke had another dream in which two street urchins 
mocked him, saying that even medicine could not save him. It's like a Christmas carol. The Duke then decided to consult a physician. Okay, well, shaman first. (laughs) Yeah, shaman first. Street urchin second. The fucking homeopathy people always want a real doctor towards the end. Oh, yeah. I've tried essential oils and nothing works. Give me chemo. (laughs) (laughs) So the physician confirmed, yes, the Duke was ill and there was no cure. Admittedly, it was 581 BC. There was a cure for nothing. There was nothing. Paper cut. Dead. Ingrowing toenail. Dead. Dead. Hurt your ankle a bit. Dead. Yep. You know, looked at the sun. Dead. Climbed in a toilet. Dead. Reached the age of 30. Dead. (laughs) Uh, So, even the doctor confirmed, that's it. No cure. You're fucked, mate. Yep. In despair, the Duke abdicated his power, lands, and armies to his son. Right. He's going to go caravanning. (laughs) Eat, pray, love. (laughs) But the Duke did not die. Oh, motherfucker. And in September, later that around September of that year, was presented with the new... Freshly harvested summer wheat. Oh, my goodness. Outraged. The Duke sent for the shaman (laughs) and showed him the buckets of the new season's wheat. Yeah. (laughs) Then had the shaman executed on the spot. Fuck. Right. (laughs) The Duke then ordered a meal be made for him of the wheat that he would essentially eat over the rotting body of the shaman. Yeah, fair enough. You know, take that, you fucker. (laughs) So he ordered the meal be made for him and as the meal was being made, the Duke felt a little bloated. Oh, no. So headed to the toilet to relieve himself. Could it be that he was gluten intolerant? And the warning was to not eat the wheat. Well, no, he hasn't eaten the wheat. They're still cooking the oh. wheat. And he's getting ready for it. Like, ha, I'm going to show you, you fucker. Pops off to the toilet. Yeah. Somehow, we're not sure exactly how because he was alone at the time. Yeah. Somehow, the Duke fell through the gap in the floor and fell directly into the sewerage pit below oh. and succumbed to the gases dying in the sewerage pit before his lunch could be served. Fucking hell. At around noon, the Duke's body was pulled from the pit by a slave. Of course it was a slave. (laughs) The Duke did in fact die before he could taste the new summer's wheat. And on a side note, the slave that fished him out was buried alive with the Duke so that he could carry him into heaven. A couple of points. I don't know if you were here 10 minutes earlier where he just had a shaman, like, disemboweled. Yeah. I don't think he's going to heaven. I don't think he is either. Um, I he, mean, 
He's like the tech bro of that era, though. Yeah, he might need, like, yeah, his robot slave to, like, yeah. carry him over the fiery pits of hell, baby. <laughs> Watch me innovate past Hades. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, it just goes to show, even in 3,000 years and how far we've come. Yeah. We still haven't come quite far enough. And if you're going to be a shaman, make sure you always give very specific predictions. <laughs> you will live to see it. You will not live to eat it. Very specific. Yes, yes. Or, you know, maybe just leave yourself an out. Yeah. You know. Let's say, yeah, if you're going to write your book, don't say the world's going to end in five years. You need it to be republished. Yeah. You know, re-bought up on anniversaries and stuff, you know. That's the beauty of QAnon. It just keeps moving. Mm, mm. Keeps moving, keeps moving. This week. This week is the Great Reset. When, Trump, when Donald Trump will reveal himself to be the embodiment of Jesus oh. and strike the pedophiles out of Washington. Oh, God, don't, don't, don't be an enabler. Don't be an enabler. Oh, my God. So uh, do, you think, do you think you're going to approach the public toilet a little bit differently now? I've got to say, mm. I have had an incident. Oh. <laughs> I had a, what did you climb into? I didn't climb into anything, but it was embarrassing. So I used to, in my hometown of Port Perry, uh-huh. I used to go to the pub pretty much every Friday night. Okay. And I would walk, it was about probably four or five Ks kilometers, so that's like about, what, three miles. Okay. Back to my parents' house where I was sleeping on the lounge room floor. Because mm-hmm. I, was, I was at university at the time in Adelaide and I'd come back and drink and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had had a very, very big night on, oh. on the stout, Cooper's oh. stout. Oh. Which, as we know, is basically fiber in a cup. Oh. So... It's a heady brew. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> and I was walking home and I used to cut home through a harness racing track, <laughs> which is where, you know, obviously like the Ben-Hur chariot kind of stuff goes on. Uh-huh. Like if, if Ben-Hur was like monkeys being pulled behind donkeys, that's what fucking, <laughs> cha- that's what harness racing is. Uh-huh, yeah. And of course, grumble, grumble. Oh, God. It's time to go. Oh, God. And I'm miles from anything, and it's just like, this This is coming out one way or another. I cannot stop it. <laughs> it's happening. So I had to drop trout in the middle of the harness racing track. While there was... No, no, no. This okay. is like three in the morning. Okay, yes. This is a Friday night. Harness okay. racing is on the Saturday. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. So I've had to drop trout on the harness racing track. And of course... I'm a boy. I don't carry tissues. Oh. So my favorite sock has been sacrificed. Oh, my God, no. Yep. At this point, I'm shit-faced drunk. <laughs> well, shit. not just shit-faced. Yeah, shit-grounded, dude. I've lost my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> this is before phones, had torches, cigarette lighter, couldn't illuminate it, could not find my shoe anywhere. So I had to walk home the rest of the way <laughs> with one shoe on. <laughs> and, you know, I thought, oh, well, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my shoe's gone. Oh, well, too bad. I'm never going to see that again. Never yeah. going to see that again. The next day I'm driving up to the shops to go get myself some, uh, some new shoes. <laughs> and I noticed the harness racing is on. Oh, God, no. So at some point, because before they do the race, they've got to do a track inspection. <laughs> so... Some poor track inspector's driving around in that, that car they've got. And he just would have been driving along. Nah, there's nothing here. Because like, they're looking for things that horses will trip over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, any, any large divots in the ground that a horse will snap its weird little ankle in. Mm. And all he would have come across is a huge grog bog, a sock, and one shoe. 
Like someone had made a wish that came true. He would have just been looking at that, just trying to make that scene make sense. Yeah. Just CSI that shit, mate. Was, was, was he using the shoe to plug it up? <laughs> was, was he... Was so you didn't even go to like... You didn't even go to like the grassy bit on the side. You went in the middle of the actual I race I went track. where it had to happen. Oh. There was no stopping it. Oh, I think there was. There, there was, was no stopping it. There was. No, because I had done the whole walk, stop, breathe, panic. Walk, <laughs> stop, breathe, panic. I'd done that. And then it just came to the point where it was just like, nah, this is happening. You know, there's no stopping the earthquake now. So. You're the reason Nutty November didn't make it. <laughs> That's why you had to have the curtains drawn around him. <coughs> oh, my, how do you write that up in a report? Uh, no found a turd in a boot. <laughs> Just bad life choice. It was a Doc Martin as well. Oh! I know. <laughs> <laughs> how do you... Oh, my God. I don't know either. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God, I can't even. I can't even. Hey, come on, just for one moment, I, I ended a bit of animal cruelty by delaying the start of a race. Well. It's a f- strange form of protest. <laughs> and it, it's one I'm glad the women of England did not use. <laughs> even if it got us the vote, I'm the, not sure it's worth the it. The women's suffrage movement would have been very different. Oh, my God, if it was just propelled by grog books. <laughs> All the women just lined the course. What was her name? Emily. Um, oh, my God. I'm not going to sully your name in this conversation. She runs out shits in front of the king's horse. <laughs> Jump that log. <laughs> uh, the steeplechase will become very dangerous. Oh, my God. You know what? It is going to change protests in Iran right really now. <laughs> Don't throw a fucking can of soup <laughs> at a painting. Shit on a racetrack. <laughs> Extinction Rebellion would make much more of an impact. Oh my if god! If they all held up traffic and then just all <laughs> just, sh- just shat on the road and then glued it <laughs> and then glued their giant shit to the road. Would you drive through a shit? Oh my god! I don't know if I would. Like vents would be going on to recirculate, windows going up. <laughs> I'd be driving straight through a car wash. Yeah, I think I would legit just like get up and just leave my car. <laughs> this is what you're doing to the earth. <laughs> No, I'd be like Charlton Heston in The Amiga Man. I would just, just walk to the nearest car lot and just drive off in another. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, no, because I'd be worried because that's why you don't, I mean, I mean, apart from the fact it's a living, breathing creature, don't run over snakes, but you don't run over snakes because there's a chance it'll, you know, blah, 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 come up and, you know, come up. I just love up the, through the car. I love the way that capitalism would respond to this. How? It'd just be like, come and get your turd tyres. <laughs> Especially formulated for today's challenging conditions. <laughs> They provide grip and smell like strawberries. Oh, my God. And you know it's it's a lot of vegans in those Extinction Rebellions. <laughs> yeah, oh. a lot of old vegans too. Oh. They'd be like tipping over a can of baked beans. <laughs> Dunk. Sludge. Oh, my God. You know what? The police can bring in their water cannons. They are not flushing <laughs> that away. You'd be on the side of the police, wouldn't you? It's still standing there. <laughs> Trust me, I'm vegan, I know. I've had to do like eight flushes just to get some of them away. You need a priest. Oh, my God. But there we go. I Look, I honestly don't know how we came to this as a subject matter. I didn't necessarily want this to be a subject matter. It just kind of... Like me on the racetrack, it just happened. 
Yeah, it just started flowing and once it starts flowing, you just can't stop it. No, you can't. All you can do is not climb down in after it. Or eat pizza while it's happening. Oh, God. That's all we ask. I, I, how much would a phone have to be worth for you to climb into a toilet? Eight million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, it's gone. <laughs> It'd be like the heart of the ocean at the end of Titanic. Just bye, <laughs> bye, you're off. <laughs> oh my god, it's just like a big. <laughs> Me in a nighty. Bye. <laughs> Your grog bog slowly floats to the bottom of the ocean. Uh-huh. Oh god. <laughs> uh, well, this has been traumatic. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French turds. <laughs> Drawing tits on a Drawing tits on a shit. <laughs> it's a very specific kink you've got there, Jack. <laughs> Uh, in a bed of hay. <laughs> oh, my God. And just remember, real, real moth men flush twice. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't modify mine. There's no knowing necrophilia. Uh, That's so wrong.